0: chapter 11 kind of a continuance of what we had started talking about last week and it says in Matthew that but to what will I compare this generation it is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to one another we played the flute for you and you did not dance we wailed and You did not mourn for John came neither eating nor drinking. And they say, he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking. And they say, look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. At the time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son, except the Father. And no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I invite you to pray with me. Lord God, I thank you for this day. I thank you that we are able to freely hear your word be read in public. I thank you that it makes an imprint on my heart, and I pray on the hearts that have heard your word. I pray, Lord God, today that as I begin to share the message that we hear your voice in spite of my own, but we go further than that and be inspired to live into your life, the life of the church as the body. We pray this today in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Now, I, I promise I can see the steps, I will not fall. But I am a person that's so short that I don't do so well behind pulpits because they're built for men who are six feet tall. I'm 5'1". Today as I was preparing, or this week as I was preparing for this scripture, I started thinking about what it's like to be in a time such as this. A time such as this. And I recall so often that I have heard my elders say to me, I just don't understand children today. I I just don't understand why they don't do the things that we used to do. And I start thinking about... All the things I used to do as a kid. And as I have mentioned to the children today, when I was a child, when it was not raining outside, we were outside. And the only time that we ever came inside was basically to use the bathroom or, or get a drink of water. And even those things, well, the water... There was a fountain outside near the barn and if we could get it on and get our head stuck underneath of it, we had our water. And there was also at different times there were springs of water running from the, the earth and we would cup our hands and drink out of that as well. And I've lived to tell about it. There were many things that we do as a child. Sometimes we would have a chore list that we would have to complete before we were able to play. But for the most part, I recall my childhood being a happy one. One where I recall dancing and singing and, and, and doing all the things that kids do. You know, when you hear a music play, you just kind of, Move along with it. When you hear the radio playing, you'd sing along with it or hum along with it. Or as the song says, whistle while you are work. Unless you can't whistle, I can't whistle. But there would be a tune somehow always going in my mind. But Jesus said, Jesus said that when the flutes would play, the kids wouldn't enjoy it. The children didn't enjoy it. They didn't play. Well, now you would think sometimes if, if the kids heard music they didn't necessarily want to hear or different things, they don't necessarily enjoy it. And let's face it, there are certain kinds of music that maybe you don't enjoy. And I know there's certain kinds of music that I don't enjoy, but it doesn't mean that it's not enjoyable to other people. I can appreciate it though, but it had more to do with though the burdens of the day. Oh, there are lots of burdens going around and 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 the burdens that we have here right here in Meadville in the surrounding area we're already doing some things about. We do have a population of people who are insecure in their food. And so not only this week is food box week, but we offer downstairs the soup kitchen five days a week, right? So we know that there are burdens on other people already. Uh, But we also know that there's some other burdens. Some people worry about how they're going to pay their rents or pay their utilities. The church is paying their utilities, even though it's a little darker in here. Don't worry, folks. It's, It's coming. We just have to fix some things. We laugh, but I remember as a child when, when lightning struck our antenna, we didn't have TV then for two years because we couldn't afford it. Now, I don't remember feeling like I was missing anything because we still had the outdoors to play in and we still had the radio to listen to. And so, for those things, we were grateful. You see, there's a lot of times when, when we look at things, we look at them in ways that we don't always appreciate. You might see this glass and say that it's not completely full. Shame on you. There's enough for a drink of water in there. There's enough to baptize somebody in here. And it's good and clean water that each of us could enjoy. That we don't have to be afraid of what be, might be in it. You see, it's all in perspective and how you see things. Sometimes we see things in ways that way us down and sometimes it's completely unnecessarily weighed down now that's not to say that I have blinders on that I don't actually see what's going on in the world I know that there is war going on in the world I know that there is an escaped prisoner out there roaming around somewhere right now I know that there are people that are hurt here, or maybe even physically right now. Or they're just so weighed down because they've lost their place of worship. And believe it or not, that's happened right here in our conference right now. You see, that's the important part of being a lighthouse congregation Because we can offer a place of rest in Jesus Christ because we are willing to help wear that yoke and give others rest. One of the things that was read this morning, if you noticed in the liturgy that went with the celebration of an appointment, is this. You see, with this and what we are told when we finally are able after all the years of seminary, after all the years of going through provisional residency, which are at least three years, and over and over and over and over and over again being examined, not only by God, but our peers and by the bishop, eventually we finally get a stole, and that stole is to yoke us with God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it's something that I do not take very lightly at all. And while you, as you get to know me more, you'll see that I I am a glass half full kind of a person, and I do have a lot of joy in me joy of the Lord resides in my heart it's one of my character traits but I am also a realist and I know that I see people in their best of times and in their worst of times and everything in between you know what I'm a human being and I have some of the best of times and the worst of times and everything in between too And as you get to know me, I'll share those with you. But what I do believe is I was created for a time such as this, just like you are created for a time such as this. You weren't created to be back 2,000 years ago. You weren't created for 2,000 years for now. You were created to be the body of Christ for today. And the body of Christ is meant to work together. Because, well, if you don't, you're going to get too tired to complete the mission. To make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. I need you, and I hope you need me too. And most of all, I need Christ. I need that grace that goes before me. I need that grace that, that justified me, that grace that sanctified me, and the, and the same grace that will be in your hearts as well, if you let him in and accept him as the Lord, and as he says in this scripture, if you don't realize that he is willing to do that for you, uh, he just ask him, and he will, because he'll let you see the glory of the Lord. Have you seen the glory of the Lord lately? Uh, I saw it this morning. I was coming in here because there was another new day I see the glory of the Lord right now too because I see your faces and I know each of you have been made in the image of our God that's a good thing right and when I look out there I see the pretty colors The colors of the windows, and and the, uh, the doors are open outside, and I can see the flowers blooming. You see, I know that my God lives, and I was made for a time such as this, and so I plan on glorifying God in this time. In this time, as long as I draw breath, I will glorify the Lord. How about you? Just remember, I can't do this alone, though. I need help. I need a lot of help. Good gravy. We weren't meant to do it alone. We were meant to do it together. And above all else, we can't do it without Jesus. We need his strength, his breath in our lungs. Breathe in. You feeling more powerful already? Breathe them in again. Feel them? We need them. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you today for that yoke that you have put on each of us, calling us your own. I pray, Lord God, that we live into you more and more every day. And I pray, Lord God, that as the time is coming closer and closer to when we'll be called home, that you give us a sense of urgency to live into This time such as this, to be part of the body of Christ, to be part of the church. Not these walls that surround us, but the community that you have called us to. Whether it be right here in Crawford County or or out into this world that you've created. Let us link on to you, Lord. Take us where you might. Give us your vision. And we pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen.